Thank you for being with us. I'm Jonathan Honig from CapitalistPig.com. Uh, joining me today uh, here at the Ayn Rand Center UK, objectively speaking, is Mark Pellegrino, actor and activist. Uh, and, you know, we were all set to go with a, a pretty kind of long, a fun and lighthearted program today. But unfortunately, um, some rather gruesome breaking news, if you will, kind of calls us back to talk about an incident that originally occurred a number of weeks ago. The update today is once again out of France, where three people were killed today in a knife attack at a church in the southern French, French city of Nice. Uh, Emmanuel Macron, the French president, has referred to it as an Islamic, uh, Islamist terror attack. They've raised that country's threat level to its highest level. And of course, this comes, Mark, as you know, and as our viewers know, just a couple of a weeks after, days after, uh, a middle school teacher was beheaded in a Paris suburb after showing his students images of the prophet, uh, cartoons depicting uh, the prophet Muhammad. And I think, you know, for me, Mark, it, it almost takes one's, one breath away when you look at this type of unbelievable barbarism. I mean, the idea, and you know, certainly we are American, uh, you and I are American and we come to it from an American sensibility, but the idea that you'd go find a teacher, you'd go find anyone who did nothing but literally show a cartoon and behead them. I, it, just, it, it almost takes my breath away as being not just murderous, but savage and barbaric on, I mean, animalistic on a level that I almost can't describe in, in terms of the way of, of, of human interaction. We're gonna talk about the fundamental issue here, which of course is, is freedom of speech. Iran had a lot to say about it. I know that you have a lot to say about it, but when you just look at the level of, of savagery on display here, in France in particular in the last couple of weeks, it, it, it almost takes your breath away as someone who I know is you, doesn't just make your living exercising free speech, but cherishes it as the fundamental right that it is. Yes, and I think what's even more brutal in, in its own way is the world response, or much of the world response to this kind of savagery. There's something from the Kremlin here, not that I look to the Kremlin for, uh, for um, uh, stellar commentary on on brutality <clears throat> or for the morally correct thing to do, but their their comment was the Kremlin has commented on the beheading incident in Nice saying it's unacceptable to insult religious believers' feelings. However, it's also uh, added it's unacceptable to kill people. Um, <clears throat> uh, yes, uh, maybe on a personal level, um, uh, the, the, uh, the righteousness or acceptability of uh, of, um, of insulting uh, a religion is one thing, but in the social realm, uh, tolerance of discourse, debate, and persuasion are the primary means by which uh, ideas are hashed out and the truth is, is acquired. And, uh, and this level of brutality and force, uh, and, or anything akin to it, is just the opposite of the principle, civilized principle of tolerance. Yeah, I mean, every idea, every new idea is shocking, is offensive from, you know, uh, uh, Galileo and Socrates, certainly to the American founders. And, you know, Mark, as we know, and Rand, Rand talks at great lengths about this, the, the role of government, the job of government is to protect us, to protect our rights, including our right to speak. In fact, uh, we'll, we'll post, you know, the exact citation and maybe in the, in the program notes, but she noted free speech as being one of the fundamental things that distinguish distinguishes uh, a society from being a dictatorship. And when we talk about free speech, that means the, you know, the right to express your own ideas, your writing, your drawing. You know, I have a, 
particular, one of our, our, our friends, Bosch Faustin, uh, drew this particular cartoon back, I believe it was in 2015. It won that gar famous, infamous for the wrong reasons, Garland Draw Muhammad uh, 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 contest. But the fact that you should be able to draw this, Mark, as you know, with, without any fear of physical reprisal. Why is it that if you speak out, certainly in France or anywhere around the world, something up against Muhammad, you have to literally fear for your life. And you're right. I mean, uh, leaders around the world, the leader of Chechnya said that uh, Macron was forcing people into terrorism by justifying the, 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 uh, the display of these cartoons. The former Malaysian leader, I'm not going to pronounce this, try, uh, try to pronounce this guy's name, but he tweeted that, quote, Muslims have a right to be angry and to kill millions of people for the massacres of the past, i.e. justifying, uh, you know, simply drawing a cartoon. And look, I don't want to make this political because this should be fundamental, but even President Donald Trump back in 2015, he said about the Garland cartoon, what is she doing? He was talking about Pamela Geller at the time, but what is she doing drawing Muhammad? Uh, isn't there something else that they can draw? Um, the very idea that the protection of the freedom of speech to draw Muhammad, to, to offend any, uh, any religion at all, has to be protected in a free society, Mark. And, and uh, Rand talks at great lengths about this. Other objectivist philosophers have stressed this uh, to the end, but um, they're, in my mind, they're kind of based on this fundamental faulty premise that the idea that speech is the same as fists, you know, people think that for some reason, if they're offended, it's the same reason as a physical assault on their body. Uh, it's not the case. Objectivist philosophers and, and thinkers go into this at great lengths, but you know, we need to stand very, I think, very strong and very uh, 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 strong on the idea of protecting one's right to speak, to speak out on any issue, including insulted your precious friggin' prophet Muhammad. Yes, that, that's true. Look, the standard of evaluating anything isn't, isn't your emotions. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of scientists are sort of tending in that way by claiming that we have moral sentiments and that our emotions are cues, moral cues. They're, they're placing us more and more in this uh, emotional reasoning uh, spectrum that leads to this kind of disaster. It's not, it's not our feelings that determine whether something is good or bad. It's, it's, uh, it's our lives. Our, our life is the standard for uh, whether or not uh, a, a social principle is good or bad. And freedom of speech, uh, freedom of speech is the, the social means by which we can clearly think and, uh, and uh, separate the good from the bad through debate, right? The ideas are thrown into the public forum and out of the, out of the uh, competition and trial and error and rigorous debate, the truth is discovered. And, uh, and that's why freedom of speech is, is so important. It protects she, our epistemology as reasoning beings. Yeah, I'll, I'll quote Rand. Rand said, and I'm quoting here, the difference between an exchange of ideas and an exchange of blows is self-evident. Uh, yeah, drawing a cartoon doesn't violate anyone's rights. Uh, no one has to, this is me talking now, obviously. You know, no one has to, you, you can't force anyone to look at it. You can't compel anyone to listen to your speech, but you speaking out doesn't infringe on anyone else's rights. Now, again, quoting Rand, quote, the line of demarcation between freedom of speech and freedom of action is established by the ban on the initiation of physical force. And that's just it, Mark. I mean, you know, uh, uh, 
we're not endorsing any particular speech in this sense, but we're endorsing the right to speak and to speak without the threat of summing and summing and coming and, and hunting you down. And you know, I've always been amazed and slowly the idea of freedom of speech has been challenged in Western countries in the last couple of years. I mean, you know, you can't call someone by the wrong pronoun, uh, gender pronoun. You can't insult their religion in a lot of uh, countries. You can't insult the leader in a lot of uh, countries, supposedly civilized countries. And to, I think as us as Americans, that's always completely a backward idea. So we need to stand up as objectivists and as rational thinkers, I think, for complete freedom of speech. Don't give me the whole fire in a crowded theater. We can, you know, that's, that's a whole nother issue altogether. But the freedom to express your ideas, as you said, I mean, that is fundamental to survival on this earth and survival as, as the rational human being. So don't confuse a fist with an idea or a poem or a drawing and protect that right to freedom of speech and speak out against this unbelievable, disgusting Islamic barbarism. Uh, to defend that now is to associate yourselves with the ugliest things on earth. Well, it is. It's people talking out of both sides of their mouths and thinking that compromising with evil is somehow going to uh, lessen the violence, is going to mitigate the violence. It's actually compromising with evil doesn't do anything except compromise with evil. The yes. good is always the, the good always loses in that case. And violence is, is never appeased by giving into it. Um, in fact, I think, uh, you know, the, the imam of peace, you, you, you follow the imam of peace uh, on Twitter at all. He's, uh, he's uh, I think he's, I think he's, uh, right now he's an Australian uh, citizen, um, but he's a reformer in Islam. And he, he commented recently, does a drawing of Muhammad offend me? Yes, it does. Uh, 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 should, should we act violently when, when we see a drawing of Muhammad? No, grow up. So he's for secular, more, more a secular government, sort of the way Christians have sort of gone and the way the other Abrahamic religion has gone. Secular government and then religion sort of uh, gov guides your, your personal affairs and, and, and serves as a personal moral code. Um, but certainly there's, there's uh, the, I, I, the reaction against this should, should be drawing uh, Muhammad more. Yeah, and, yeah. And standing up against this brutality because um, uh, Sharia law is not our law. It is not the law by which we govern ourselves. Um, in this particular case, the Constitution of the United States, which emulates individual freedom and enshrines uh, a freedom of speech is the law that we follow. And it's not subservient or subordinate to anything else. There's a reason why we can have, what, 30,000 different sects of religion in America living in relative peace for the first time in all of history. Um, that happens in the United States because of these uh, uh, protections. Yeah, I mean, and, and honestly, if our elected officials, Mark, I think wanted to do something really daring, you know, Trump tweets a lot of pretty wacky shit and, you know, why don't they go out on a limb and tweet Bosch Faustin's cartoons, tweet uh, the, the Muhammad with the big bomb in his head and say, you know, I, I'm, I'm for freedom of speech. And, and as you said, I mean, if every newspaper, I, I remember thinking of this after the Charlie Hebdo you know, massacre five years ago now, which was, you know, which was just unspeakable evil. Like, you know, the next day, every newspaper should have printed those cartoons and said, we will not cower. We will not cower, but just, you know, just the opposite is, you know, has occurred. So um, you're right. We need to speak out more. And, you know, Islam, in, in my opinion, it needs to be, uh, you know, de-fanged, uh, if you will. 
You know, I look at my social media feeds. Feeds. There's the hook nosed Jew everywhere. Look, I'm a, you know, I was born Jewish and I work in finance, so I see these type of images on my, my social media every day. And you know what I do? Block, unfollow, ignore, and it really doesn't bother me. It doesn't. So the, I think the idea, once again, that you would be so incensed by an image that you, your response would be to go and to behead someone to anyone living in the 20, 19th century, let alone the 21st century, that should be abhorrent. That should be disgusting. And freedom of speech at every opportunity, even the freedom to insult, uh, should be absolutely protected by us as objectivists and as governments around the world. Otherwise, we're of course, we're really of course, but we're but we're holding human life and human thriving as a standard of value, and we understand that free speech uh, means free conscious consciousness means means the capacity to look at reality and to discern for yourself, and that's not what other people are using as a standard. It seems now that emotions are the standard. If you're, I mean, think about uh, I have to just and say, offended, think about and offense is the barometer of whether something is right or wrong. I mean, you get you're you get reviewed all the time. You could look and see Papa P say, oh, Mark is terrible in this role or Mark is too this or too that. I mean, imagine if you reacted in that same type of way and went and said, you, you didn't give my movie four stars. I mean, it's, it's so, it's such an accurism to think of, for us to think of acting like that, of, of being motivated, as you said, by our emotions, but around the world and certainly in a lot of the Islamic world, it seems it's emotions first and reason is, is and- not even on the, on the menu. Agreed. And not only that, criticism is a fantastic means of introspection, right? You can't see yourself. You sometimes, sometimes, you know, you're, you're, you're surrounded by your own confirmation bias in a way. And you're, and what another person helps you see is where you're wrong, where you're not coming off right, why you're not coming off right. Criticism is great. I like criticism. I like I like critics telling me where I went wrong. I could I could choose to discard it because I could say they don't know what they're talking about, or I can really take in an expert opinion and become better. This this notion that <coughs> criticism in and of itself is some form of offense. I mean, we're 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 really set. We're really divorcing value and life. Um, from, we're really divorcing life from value and reason from value. And, and criticism is a means of, of uh, it could be a means of reasoning. And we're all, we're, 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 um, we're losing it. We're losing it in when, favor of our feelings. When I, and I just think of some examples, I know kind of in the objectivist uh, literature, if you will, over the years, I believe Ayn Rand was asked about a famous incident in the 1970s where the, the Nazis wanted to march in Skokie, Illinois in a very kind of Jewish area. And that was an issue of free speech. That was, she was asked about hardcore pornography. So, you know, a lot of these issues of free speech have been debated in in very interesting ways throughout the years in objectivism. But, you know, protecting that right has always been a a paramount. And and I think a paramount of Americanism as well and something that has to be protected and and, uh, for the right reasons, as you said, Mark, and, you know, especially about something as important as religion. Uh, you know, that has to be able to be made fun of, be poked of, be questioned in a, in a free and thriving society. So we're, you know, uh, the response, I think, should not be, as we see in the United States so often, oh, yeah, freedom of speech, but, you know, you really want to be careful about religion. You don't want to offend anyone. Put that aside, you know, focus on individuals' right to speak your, their own mind. And uh, without that, our, 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 our society really is doomed. 
And as you said in the beginning, uh, or alluded to in the beginning, there aren't many new ideas in the world that don't offend people <laughs> right off the bat. There aren't many innovations or changes that are made in society's ethics or in science or in any, any field of human endeavor that doesn't on some level offend somebody. Yeah. And we can't use that metric anymore. We simply can't. And uh, and if you're going to use if you're going to use that metric as a means of judging things, I, uh, you're you're sort of a barbarian. You're a bit of a savage, and uh, we don't have to listen to you. Right. Persuade so us, what, persuade us, or stand down. Yeah. If you I want to punch, go away. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's the exact the exact that's the exact idea here. So uh, uh, denounce these types of attacks for what they are, complete barbarism, and support the right to speak everywhere uh, throughout the world and support the responsibility of rational governments protect, to protect that right uh, in America and UK and in any country that actually cares about uh, freedom and individual rights. That's right. Um, and, so the more, and the more the mob spazzes out over this, the more they try to riot and become violent to get their way, like a, like a massive two-year-old child, the more you should impress upon them, you are only going to uh, to you're only going to uh, be a, a constituent member of the society if you persuade. You're going to have to debate me or go away. Uh, we're not going to listen to you. You want more of this? Throw a tantrum. You want less? Yeah. Let it be. Yeah, and and again, I mean, quoting Rand, and this this is from Capitalism: The Unknown Ideal. Quote: The difference between an exchange of ideas, what we're discussing, and an exchange of blows is is self evident, and it should be for all to see. So, thank you again, Mark. Uh, next time, let's we'll do something a little more uh, joyous, and perhaps with a better sense of life. And I'm sorry that we keep having to come back to this, but you know, it's it's the world in which we live in, so it's important that we speak up on these issues. Uh, thank yes. you for being with me today. Likewise, thank you. Thank you. And thanks to uh, all of you for joining us. Thanks to the Ayn Rand Center UK, its supporters. We'll see you right back here next time for another edition 